0: Wonderful. Okay. Well, for, uh, everyone who's joining us right now, I'd like to introduce Marty Azulai. Some people, uh, they call him Marty Azulai or the REO King or the life coach or the ultimate mentor. Um, I call you my good friend. And uh, I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Tell us your story. Um, you know, just like, like everybody else here, I've, uh, I've been doing real estate for for a long time. Um, Got into it in 97 um, with my mother, of all things. And um, in 2007, um, I I was fortunate enough to get a little bit ahead of the curve in REOs. I started to get foreclosures. um, And I I really started to, for the first time in my life, make a lot of money. you know, as everybody else was losing everything we were, we were growing and growing quick and just I, I gotta mention that this doesn't feel anything like that. But um, that being said. Um, at the end of it by by 2011 or so I realized that uh, I need to, I need to help other people achieve this because it's um it's it's not about getting lucky and making it. It's it's about helping others get there as well. So, um, hence comes the coaching and 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 other aspects of, of what I do on a daily basis now. So Marty, let me ask you
2: because you know you're 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 a life coach amongst other things, and um, I, I've been in a lot of different coaching sessions. I've heard you speak before, and, and really, anytime you hear from mentors and coaches they always talk about mindset right it's always how how is your mindset and that's going to determine what's going to happen for you so talk to us about your mindset now with everything that's going on what 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 do you do every day to to make sure that you don't get into that that panic into that funk
1: so i mean one one of the biggest problems that i find today especially in, in this kind of a climate is routine you know, because most of us wake up and, and we're home, right? So we don't get dressed or you're, you know, you're, you're sitting in your pajamas for the better part of the day. Um, for, for the first couple of days, I, I kind of took advantage of that. And then I realized that if, I, if I'm if i going to be productive, I need to have some kind of system, um, some kind of daily routine. So first thing I do is wake up every morning. Um, I, I I've been waking up extra early because I find that because because there's nothing to do in the, at nights. I watch TV till two or three o'clock. Um, so I, I set an alarm clock. I, I wake up at five a.m. I do my morning meditation, and then I start my routine. Um, by six fifteen or so, I'm I'm dressed, um, and I make it a point to get dressed because then I kind of feel like I'm committed to my day. Um, and then and then I basically just go through my my to do list. Generally, by by eleven o'clock, I'm I'm back home and and kind of ready to to you know I do zoom meetings I do coaching sessions uh, but that's that, that's more of just me giving giving back because I have the time my my business day is pretty much over by 11 11:30 everything
2: okay and so you know you you obviously have been through the last recession and and you've done a couple of things to position yourself in a way where you can benefit and and take advantage of of the times then are you doing anything like that right now? Are you making any changes? or Are you coaching anybody to do any kind of uh, changes to, to benefit from what we're dealing with today?
1: So the, the coaching that I am doing is, is to keep people, I think the, the key to this is to stay calm, right? Um, I'm finding that, that people are either one extreme or the other. Um, people are, there's a lot of people that, I, that I'm encountering that don't see the, the light at the end of this tunnel. They think it's going to be much bigger um, th- th- than I happen to see it to be, but um, and then there's the people that that don't really believe it and think it's a conspiracy theory and you know it's uh, a hoax. Somebody, <laughs> somebody told me yesterday it's 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 a it's the biggest scam to transfer wealth or I. <laughs> they, they lost me at at, at the, the the global governments trying to you know sabotage us all, but you know there there's there's one extreme to the other in in this. Um, I listen. I I I think that that this is definitely going to be a shift, right? And I and I I'm, I'm not sure as to when to jump back in, but I'm going to tell you that w- without a doubt we have to jump back in. Um, I think that that my my only my only hesitation right now is is timing i don't know if if you know if if the downturn has started or are are we kind of shifting towards the upturn i think if if i know for a fact that we're getting out may 15th i'm 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 full speed ahead i think that that we're still going to have an amazing summer i think that that we've got nothing but but this this is going to be like a, a little you know speed bump in the road um, if we get out July 15th, I, I, I think, you know, di- different, a little different outlook. My, my approach, my, my, uh, business, um, development idea would be very different towards this. So you say timing and, you know, a lot of people make the mistake
2: of trying to time the bottom or trying to time, you know, the top to when to get out of certain opportunities or deals that they're in, um. And the truth is, nobody knows, right? We we can all assume and predict and and try to be as as close as possible, but nobody really knows when it's gonna end. So with that said, what are the tips that you're giving your agents and what tips can you give agents that are watching right now on what they should be doing during this time
1: until we get out of it? So successful people do this anyways, right? As far as I'm concerned. We, we as as human beings, but but as as business people, we need to be of service. right? This is the time. Um, if, if if you work with me, if if you've spoken to me in the last three weeks or a month, I, I, I tell everybody this. This is the time to call every single person you have ever met or know or have access to and see if you can be of service. Don't pitch your business, Don't try to sell anything. Help. How can I help you? And and at some point, this is a great way to reconnect with people. I mean, think of how many people you haven't talked to in a couple of years. Clients, past clients, friends, friends of friends. Um, This is a time to make those calls, right? If you can help, if you could be of service, when this turns, you will be that person.
2: And I love that you say that. And and that's what I tell my my team as well. Right now, um, it's a big mistake to look out for the deals or to try to find the deal. Uh, if the deal comes, that's a plus, that's a bonus. But right now, focus on building relationships. Be a voice of reason. Be people need information now more than ever before, and if you could be that person for them today, when they need to use you for a transaction down the road, you're going to be the first one that comes to mind. So, so I agree with that 100%. Um, so, is, is there an opportunity right now for for agents in 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 a market like we're seeing right now? Is there is there an opportunity for them? Um, in addition to being support and, and, and adding value to customers, is there a way for them to find opportunities in terms of business and transactions?
1: So I, th- I, think the, I think the business will present itself, right? Um, I, I have a pretty big farm. I have a 2,800, um, 2800 home farm um, that I've been mailing to for the last, I don't know, two years. Um, we sent out a piece just... I don't know, it dropped probably six, seven days ago. Um, and it basically said, how can we help? Um, on the back it says, if you're elderly and you need help with groceries or can't get to the store, or don't feel safe going to the store, please contact us. We've gotten 17 calls already from people needing help with something. You know, Either they, they can go to the store but can't bring it up to the house because you know, they, they don't feel comfortable seeing other people or they don't feel like driving, they're afraid. You know, just stuff like that. So we' when you go out and help somebody like that, I, I think the opportunity will present itself, right? At some point, they will sell. At some point, they will need your service and, and you will just be that person. Um, as, as far as as far as being an agent, you know if, if, if you do this long enough and answer your phone, things will happen. That's right. I've
0: got a question for you. First of all, yeah, definitely, uh, I would echo the help because people need it now and and the ones that don't show it, just not showing it, but everyone needs help one way or another. Um, I've got a question for you as far as uh, what should the message uh, of agents to their potential clients that are afraid to sell, what is that message? What do you see that message being?
1: Who are afraid to sell?
0: We're afraid to sell right now. Yeah, who are planning on selling? Who are now hesitant?
1: Who are now not selling? Okay. So let's let's look at it from a business perspective, right? If if you were thinking of selling, hypothetically, you, you were going to come out on the market May first, but but you know due to this, you're you're now hesitating. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I I would tell you to do everything possible to have that house ready to go. As soon as, as soon as quarantine is over, right? So get the contractor in there to, to do the work that needs to be done. Get the, get the staging company, get the photographers, get, get all the little things in place and ready to go so that when, when there is an exit strategy, you're ready to go. Um, the last thing you wanna do is, is come May 15th, they say, all right, hey, guess what? Everybody gets to leave the house and now you're scrambling trying to get a stager, trying to get a photographer, trying to get a contractor. I mean, what a perfect time to have somebody paint the outside of your house right now. Right. You know, landscape. I would, I would get ahead of that curve. So I actually want
2: to add to that because um, uh, this is information that was surprising to me, and I want to share that information so it can maybe open up the eyes for some, some of you watching. Um, I, I have uh, part ownership in a call center out in Mexico, and they do services for many different industries. Uh, one of which is, you know, solar and construction. And it, immediately when this thing started happening, this COVID uh, started becoming, uh, you know, safe at home and everybody staying at home. Everybody got affected, but then soon after, they started seeing a huge spike in solar. Uh, outside painting roofing anything construction related that doesn't require going into the house has seen a huge spike if they were able to average one to two leads per agent per day uh, the last report I saw was closer to five leads per agent per day for people to so so people are still doing things people are still moving maybe they're not executing as fast but to Marty's point you should Prepare yourself. Get ready. Get all these people in there, and and really line yourself up. Um, so, I mean, what what do you see happening? I mean, obviously, this is just you know everybody has their their own uh, opinion about this, but what's your opinion? How do you see this thing
1: playing out? Um, you know, people think I'm an optimist, but I I, I really think that by the fifteenth, we'll uh, we'll we'll start to have some kind of exit strategy um i think that i think that if i think we're still gonna have a pretty strong summer i think you'll probably see prices dip anywhere between four to six percent um but i but i think there's going to be a lot of traction you know i'm probably like you guys i i I track numbers i'm 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 very big in tracking numbers so if, if if you look on a national level right we are 16 percent less inventory today than we were actually it was monday monday than we were last year that time okay so it's 16 i i get that right because obviously nobody's listed anything in over a month but 16 percent is not bad i'm sitting on at least six or seven properties that are going to hit the market as soon as this is over um so i know there's going to be a huge pop right so we're we're gonna probably go from 16 to 18% below where we should be to probably 20% or 15% above where we should be. So you're gonna have that saturation of inventory, which will obviously bring prices down a little bit, waiting for the lenders to actually kick in and, and create some kind of loans that, that work. Um, so you're gonna have that little hiccup in the market, but I still think that if we can get in front of it early enough, um, I think we, we should still have a good summer. Yeah. So
2: um, uh, Chuck, if you have another question, go ahead, but I just wanted to make a quick comment. If anybody uh, start thinking of your questions and if you have questions, you can either start typing them in the chat. Uh, if you're on Zoom, we'll unmute you soon so you can ask it live. If you're watching on YouTube, just go ahead and uh, write it in the comments. Uh, Chuck, go ahead. I think you had a question.
0: No, I'm just um, It's 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 really interesting what you're saying about how uh, the exterior projects spiked. That's, that makes total sense. And uh, when you're driving down these streets and it looks like a ghost town, you're only seeing gardeners working. Seeing gardeners working on these, looks like abandoned homes almost. And exterminators. (laughs) Now that makes sense, you know, you've got roofers, you've got, (laughs) yeah.
2: So, so let let me, let uh, me ask you
0: really interesting and it's, uh,
2: something to take away. So Marty, let me, let me ask you a question. Um, you know, one of your nicknames is the king of REO. Um, you obviously done a ton of those transactions in the last recession. Do you see the market potentially going to something like that now?
1: So what, what I will tell you is you're, you're not going to see anything for the next six months, Right. Even even if it was ready to go to foreclosure, it's not going to foreclosure. You're 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 good. Um, uh, what 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 this is gonna, in my opinion, what this is gonna do is it, it's just gonna create more of a backlog, right? So once this is over, once once you can't get back out, once they can actually start the processes, and 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 really get into full swing, it's gonna be at least next year. Right? Okay. So, so I would say probably by the end of next summer. 18 months or so, 19 months from now, you're gonna to start to see short sale. You're gonna start seeing short sales probably in, by November, December, right? Short sales are gonna start first. Um, that'll be your first wave. The, the thing is, again, a lot of us have equity, right? Depending on, on when we get out, it will, will depend a lot on the equity position that, that people have, right? So if, if we do get out May 15th, you're gonna have a lot more equity than, than if we get out September 15th right? Nobody's going to be buying in September anyways, because it's September for God's sakes. So if if there's an equity piece in this, by November, by November, December, you're going to start to see short sales. Um, And that will obviously snowball everything else into
2: foreclosures. And so if somebody wanted to position themselves for the potentially next REO uh, round, if that were to come, uh, you mentioned that you started a step ahead, right? How long I think it took you about a year of of setup to then benefit from the REOs. What should somebody do today if that's what they uh, are interested in getting involved in? If if they're real estate agents, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, anybody in real estate that wants to now start focusing on REOs.
1: If if you're a real estate agent, your 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 job right now should be um, since you can't you can't solicit um, oh, you shouldn't be soliciting sales from homeowners. I would. I would start to you know, look up disposition companies, foreclosure companies, asset management companies, um, and, and, and start applying to do BPOs or, or help them with, with anything real estate related, right? Even hedge funds um, still have, will have foreclosures. Um, so fill out all those applications, get into everybody's back-end system um, and, and offer to do BPOs for free. BPOs are, it's a broker price opinion um, because there's gonna be so much movement in the market. There's, you're gonna, they're gonna have a lot of demand for it. We're getting about 25 to 40 a day. Yesterday, wow. we, had, we had over 40 um, BPOs. So there, there, there are people um, making moves, either either banks are selling bulks to hedge funds or, or vice versa. Um, you know there are all kinds of algorithms on the back end for banks that that track your your DTI. so if if your average DTI is I don't know forty percent and all of a sudden you jump up to sixty, you know bank, banks are going to trigger a BPO on you. They're going to want to know how you know he's spending more money, he's not making payments let's let's find out what his home's worth just in case. Um, so they they're they're a lot more proactive this time around. Um, and I also don't. I don't think you're gonna see those, those, the same deals that you saw in 07, 08 and 09 this time around, right? There's, there's so many different fail safes in the market that, that it's not gonna to get to that point.
2: Right. Yeah. Although we don't know what, uh, you know, what holds with, uh, with everything that's happening now, uh, nobody really planned for this. Um, Uh, To to, to the point where you can't even tap your, in many cases, you can't even tap into your equity, even if you're fully qualified, right? We're seeing that tightening up uh, left and right. Um, So if an agent comes to you at your office and says, you you know what, it's so crazy right now, okay, I'll I'll talk to customers, I'll give them advice, but should i just kind of sit tight and and wait and see what happens how things play out or should i be doing anything right now marty what would you tell
1: them you know and un, un, under normal circumstances I, I would always tell you to do something right <laughs> to be in motion is always better than sitting idle um, unfortunately in this climate there, there's really there's nothing to do you know it's 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 not like it, it's, it's not like you could sit in open house or or, or, you know, or go knocking on doors. There, there's, there, there's really nothing to do. So contrary to what I would like to tell people to do, this, this is the time to you know, stay home, stay safe, I guess. And
2: so what kind of preparation can people start doing now to almost like the buyers and sellers prepare and get ready? What should I as an agent do
1: to prepare and get ready for when this is behind me? So um, if, if, if you don't have a database, this is a great time to start that, right? It, it's a great time to build your CRM. Um, it's a great time to, to start uh, preparing and, and, and setting in motion your um, social media advertising or, or any other kind of platform marketing that you want to do. Um, you know, I, 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 had a, I was on a Zoom call this morning and. You know, people are 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 setting up Slide, Dial, and um, and CRMs and and MailChimps, and, and kind of getting getting their the whole back end of their business up and ready to go, so that when they're ready to go, they they can actually use it. Right during a regular market, who has time to sit there and put right 1,500 or 2,000 people and categorize them into you know buying now, buying later, possible sell, friends, you know whatever. This is the time, I mean, you have nothing but time. Start to build the back end of your business. Start to, to figure out how to automate a lot of that um, to where you don't have to, you know, you could just push a button and everything kind of goes. Um, that That's what I would be doing now. I mean, this is, this is when you wanna really start to invest in your business.
2: So I'm gonna open it up here in, in one uh, moment for, for questions from others, but, um, I want to I want to expand on, on this topic because you said something that I, I believe in very much and now is a perfect time to start building your your process your flow uh, and, and create automation whether it's Lida or any of the other things you mentioned but for a lot of people that it are newer to to starting to build their technology process it could be very overwhelming and I you know I see a lot of webinars and zoom meetings just like this and they always talk about all these different things but, it's very difficult to get involved. What would be the e- either one or two things that you would suggest for somebody to just start with without overwhelming them with so many different systems? What would be the one that can be the most impactful that you've seen?
1: By, by far, the most important thing is your database, right? Um, I, 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 would, I would time block depending on how big your database is. And, and again, you don't even have to be a business, right? I mean, you could be a brand new agent you still have a database, you still know people. I mean, you just go through your phone. You know, people that that you've known for for more than three years, more than five years, the parents of people you know, these are all potential deals to you. You just need to get in front of them enough and and you will become that top of mind person. So start working on that. That's the first thing that I would do. if you're going to add to that, you're, you're going to need a mail, com- uh, uh, an email component to your database. And if you're going to do just one thing, I, I would add Mailchimp to that.
2: So I love that you talk about database, and, and I want to add something to that. And then maybe you can give some tips also on how to properly do a database and and benefit from from the database. Uh, one thing that we do, and and I teach, uh, you know, my team here. Is that we segment the database. So first of all, we go through the list of customers that we have, people that we're working on potentials, and then we segment based on you know A clients, B clients, C clients, and really that's just to design who is the most influential of my customers because one customer can lead me to potentially 50 other customers, right? And that person is obviously going to be an A uh, in my A category, so that we can touch those people differently and, and do more with them and be in front of them more. Um, what other things are you doing with database that, that could be helpful? Because just having a list is sometimes too much and doing everything for everyone is obviously too much as well.
1: well and, and again, that's why I, I automate most of it, right? I, um, I, I separate my, my, my deals. In this, I mean, you, know, you, you do it A's and B's and we call it red apples and green apples. You know, red apples are, are, are they, they taste good. They're ready to go now. Some green apples—they need to hang around a little more. They need to—they need to get a little more sun. They—they they need to come into their own. Um, so those people, I—I I, I give them a lot more education. I give them—I give them more time because I understand that they're not going to, to be ready anytime soon. Um, my phone calls, my my weekly touches, only only go to my my red apples. Um, if you automate a lot of this, though. Um, it's, it's really not that complicated, right? You, I, 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 would, I would take everybody that, that, if you're a brand new agent, take everybody in your phone that, that already owns a house and any everybody in your phone that doesn't own a house, right? Um, even if you're a lender, same, same basic principle, right? You focus on it, you, you market everybody that owns a house one thing and anybody who needs to or, or doesn't own one yet, something else. And just drip them, you know. You 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 spend you spend a few hours a month, and, and you come up with six different things to send out, or seven, you know, as as many as you, you're comfortable with. And 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 I just put that stuff on autopilot. I could literally set it for hey May first at at eleven o three a.m. I want you to send this piece out, right? And 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 I I, I could I could just set it that way. So I really don't work on my database that much, especially not now because it's, it's, it's automated now, right? Um, once, you, once you start to get a little fancier, you, you add the slide dial in, right? What we're doing now is I'm, I've got, I don't know, probably 4,500, 4,800 phone numbers that, that I leave um, voicemails to. It's the greatest thing ever. Right. I don't have to talk to people anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 they, they look all of a sudden they have a voicemail for me. Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to see how you're doing. I hope you're well. You know, if you need anything in this crazy time, you know, going to the store or something, please don't hesitate to give me a call. I'm so sorry I missed you. Talk to you soon, click.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people over, overlook, uh, overlook how simple it can be. And for those of you who don't know, Slidedial is basically just dropping a voicemail into the customer's voicemail box without you having to uh, ring their phone or anything. It just goes straight to their voicemail and it leaves a pre-recorded message that you've created. So you can literally contact a thousand people with a click of a button, leave them a message as Marty just said. And I think that's genius. And that's probably the best way right now to figure out who wants to talk to me, right? Who wants to talk to me? I can just send a message. Hey, I know things are crazy right now. If you need any advice, you need any help, you need anything at all, feel free to reach out to me. You know, even start the message with saying, sorry, I missed you. I'm leaving you a quick voicemail just to let you know I'm here for you. Whatever you need, just, just give me a call or send me a message and, and we'll see what we can do to help. And that's probably uh, one of the most powerful things that, uh, that you can do is just connect with people. Um, I'm gonna open it up, Tal. Why don't we unmute everybody? And uh, anybody on YouTube who's watching, if you have any questions, write them in. Uh, but let's go ahead and unmute and see, does anybody have any questions for
3: Marty? Do, can you hear me <clears throat> yes. yes
2: we hear you Michelle Yay.
3: <laughs> so um now that we have this time on our hands you know I've noticed a lot more people in my community bike riding and slowing down life and doing the things that maybe we should be doing all along with our families and I just want to know if you have any um suggestions on how we look more uh, introspectively and discover what maybe issues we have or goals we want to set, and how we take advantage of this spare time.
1: Um, I, I think this is a great time to find out what you're really made of, right? Um, no better way to know what's what's going on in your life but to lock yourself up in a house with someone for 30 days. Um, I think. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, these are the important things. I, I watched somebody like Chuck, right? Chuck, I'm going to use you as an example, Chuck, because you are you are the epitome of of a big child, right? He he, he quads with his kids in the back in in, in their backyard. He, I mean, he they even before quarantine. I mean, he's he's like a super dad on steroids, right? He's got his priorities straight. I mean, Chuck's one of the hardest guys I know. Working guys I know, but he also plays extremely hard. He's, you know, he he's he knows exactly what to do with for enjoyment. And I think a lot of us forget what what we enjoy because we're so busy going from place to place, uh, or or doing the the things that we have to do or think we have to do. This the one thing that I've learned out of all of this is that I can actually work remotely and and be extremely productive. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm home by 1130 every day. It's, it's kind of cool. You know, during the week, I mean, during regular weeks, I, I don't get home till 730, 8 o'clock. And I still feel like I'm leaving a lot of stuff on the table. Um, so my, my suggestion is, and, and what I've been doing is, I, I, I categorize things based on importance. And if once I, once I get all of my musts off the table, I realize that, that there really aren't that many of them. And, and the rest of the day, I get to do whatever
4: I want. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. I actually do that too. It's kind of like the green apples and red apples, but of your day-to-day, what do you have to do? What do you need to do? What do you want to do? So yeah, well, first of all, thank you for acknowledging me because that's all I strive to be is just a fun dad. Everything else comes second. But, uh, but you
1: won't. I mean and in, in, in you you carve out, I think you it, to me it seems like like you almost you know you you, you set that time, right? It's, it's almost time blocking for being with your kids.
4: Yeah, it's 23 hours a day and then whatever is left, you know, I sleep. Um, actually Stacey, I ju- you,
2: had, you had a question.
4: Oh, go ahead, Chuck. Sorry. No, I, I just saw a comment that Marty left on my Instagram. I haven't seen it, I don't know, since last year or something. And it, and you you literally wrote, don't ever grow up, which I thought was hilarious. I don't know. I never saw it.
1: Again, we, we, we can all make that time, right? But the, the problem is most of us get caught up with our lives that we, where we don't.
4: You know? So yeah. Like Stacy, let's see what you got.
5: Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, So I have a similar question, but I'll give just like a little bit background to where my question comes from. So I also have been selling real estate since 99 and I've seen the markets do a couple different things, but um, I also believe similar to you that the market is going to pick up pretty fast and I think that we're not going to see short sales and foreclosures for a long time but my question is I work with a lot of builders and I I the same thing I have maybe five or six properties ready to go on the market literally the day we open up um my biggest issue right now is just getting people into houses but what I'm finding I'm going to have to um preface a lot of my builders or even just regular sellers with is contingencies and timeframes are going to be very different because the loan market is different, at least right now. I think a lot of the loans are gonna start opening up and there's gonna be jumbo again and there's gonna be all this again. I think right now everything's pretty much on a big freeze, but um, all my builders and all my sellers that are have their houses ready and staged and photographed and ready to literally click, put on the MLS, they're basically saying to me, Stacy, uh, it's not going to probably be, you know, multiple offers anymore and 10 day contingencies and 10 day inspections and loan appraisals, all that. So I'm trying to get ahead of the curve in when the market changed in 2008, we didn't start in a really strong economy. So what is your outlook on what What are you prefacing your sellers about as far as their expectations for physical inspection contingency is getting, being able to get people inside appraisers, being able to get people inside and eventually once the loans kind of open up more, people will get loan approval. It will be able to close, but what's your timeframe that you're sort of giving expectations of?
1: So again, I, I I think, I think we get out by the 15th of May, um, we should be up and running, running by the 15th of June, maybe, maybe the 1st of July. Um, as 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 an investor my, my from my investor portion I, I have i have a really big house that that was ready to stage 45 days ago and i pulled the plug you know they 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 said that they're gonna you know when 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 they they started the stay at home order i i took two steps back and i said you know what i'm not gonna stage i'm not gonna spend the money i'm just gonna lock up the house and i'm gonna wait that was that was from an investor standpoint And then two and a half weeks went by and I'm going, you know, not a good move. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm starting to panic Um, and I can't panic. I need to be as proactive as humanly possible. So I just finished staging, press the space bar.
2: Sorry, there you go. I Um, muted because there was feedback. Sorry.
5: I agree with that in the sense of a lot of my builders are carrying so much hard money and interest that they they are wanting to get ahead of it to get on the market as soon as it's ready. But I'm saying let's whether it's May 15th, June 15th, July 1st, whatever it is, once we go on the market, once everyone's on the same page of going on the market. I think there's going to be a big change in what it is whether people are gonna write offers in one week or two weeks or three days, I think all of that's gonna be kind of different. But I think my bigger issue is what should the expectation be that we give to our sellers as far as contingencies? Because I think a lot of buyers are gonna say, listen, I don't know if I'm gonna get a loan and I want a 30 day loan contingency where, I mean, 10 days before this, we were talking like five days contingencies, I mean, very short time frames.
1: I'm going to tell you this, Stacy. I think I think that that the market will dictate what, what the market's going to dictate, and I think that that you, as a professional, are are going to push exactly what they're pushing on you. Um, you're not going to be able to dictate this, right? Just like I I'm not going to be able to dictate what what I can do is I can control my portion of this, and I can I can have the house ready, and I can I can do everything that I can do. What happens on the other side of the fence has absolutely nothing to do with me, but I will tell you that I will handle it and move from there. Um, if, somebody, if somebody brings me a 90 day escrow and, and, and a 60 day contingency, well, if I don't have anything else, that might not be a bad idea, right? But, but you and I both don't know that. I, 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 don't, I don't know that. It, it, for, for all we know, listen, I have a house that went off market. 3.7, it, it, it's gonna close in next Thursday. It will close. I showed it off market after the quarantine, okay? I got an offer during the corner during all of this, and it's gonna close. Cash, That's three, Amazing. Four, lucky.
5: Right, I mean, Chuck and I have a deal that we put into escrow prior to the quarantine, and we've now had three different lenders that have, Pulled the plug, and it's and it's like a game of chase. So I mean, it, it will obviously go both ways, and it changes. But I guess my question is, what would what what would the expectation you're going to be when you sign the listing agreement? When you sit down with the sellers, do you have a do you have a forecast of what you're pretty much trying to preface them at, just to keep everyone kind of calm?
1: So if if I'm going to set expectations, I'm, they're going to be like this. There there is not there's no longer gonna be three month listing agreements, right? It's, I, I need a six month listing agreement because I'm expecting the market to take longer. I'm yeah. also expecting it to cost me more to advertise and, and to promote a house, right? So the, the days of, of, of putting up a sign and, and, and blowing it out, I, th- I think those days are over for a little bit. I still have faith in the market and I still think that we're gonna sell real estate, right? I just think it's gonna take a little longer. As an investor, I, I, I also understand that my contingencies might have to change. I might have to understand that, that appraisers don't wanna walk into a house that, right. that has 1,000 people, right? I mean, that, that, those things are not gonna happen. So everything stretches, but if I really wanna sell and, and both of our clients, we both know that, both of our clients want to sell and need to sell, we will adapt accordingly what i will tell you if 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 i am going to set an expectation is I, my 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 one thing that i would be telling my investors right now is this is not the time to panic right because it just takes one
5: right that's Ruins what i'm
1: saying everybody right
5: right you don't need so, 50 buyers you need one solid buyer that can one. close
1: right so yeah. and 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 nothing worse than one one puts you know wholesaling a property and ruining it for everybody because right they panic. right um, so that, 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 that's my other, you know, the other caveat to this. I think if, if people just hold the course, right? If, if we all stay the course, we, 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 we have good product. We understand that things are going to sit a little longer. We don't panic. We're, so, so we're not going to make 100%. We're going to make 80% or 70% or, or 50%. Uh-huh. We'll be fine, right? There, there's enough cushion in this where nobody's going to go hungry. Right, I, I this is not this is not going to be a torrential downpour. You are not going to see a landslide.
5: I agree. You know,
1: you know it's it, it, a property that was worth four million dollars it, is not going to be worth two. It's th- this is not that market.
5: I agree. Well, we started out in such a strong market. Um, I'm also telling a lot of the people that I work with that are buyers that, in my opinion, that at some point some of the stimulus has to get paid back some way besides us paying taxes, and that. Interest rates are eventually, in my opinion, going to have to go up. Not in six months, not maybe nine months, but maybe twelve months from now. Mm-hmm. And so, everyone that's sort of on the fence—is the market going to crash? My feeling is, maybe. I guess. What is your feeling is that this is a good. This is a good time to buy. Or once we can open it up, it is a good time to buy because eventually interest rates will have to be going up numbers that they aren't right now.
1: So you, you said you got into the business in 99, right? Yes. Okay. In 96 and 97, I was selling homes at 16% interest. Yeah. And that was par.
5: Right. I was started when it was 12%. So yes.
1: So 12%. I mean, right. right. So we're, we're we're getting jumbos at four and a quarter, four and one. Maybe yeah,
2: we got we got spoiled. That that's right. So, but
5: the newer buyers and sellers freak out. And Leor, you would probably know this at if they heard five percent or six percent. I mean, you know, which what you can afford at a higher interest rate makes obviously the the numbers different. But. I mean, there's I a
2: transition and in, in anything there's a transition and, sure. and it's, it's mindset people get adjusted just like in 2000 and uh, I think it was 2009 uh, rates you know got uh, no I'm sorry two, right before the 2007 uh, meltdown rates got up to 6.75 I bought yep. my house at 6.75, you know, a year before that they were four and a quarter four and a half, right. it, it, we didn't like it but we got adjusted and people do right. adjust. Uh, and to Marty's point, we can only control what we can control. And if, as long as we focus on that and let go of all the things that we don't have control over, uh, just keep, you know, pushing the message as it comes into us and delivering that and, and being, you know, being the voice of reason for the clients, uh, I think is the, the most important.
1: You need, um, you need to keep them off, off that ledge, right? And, and yeah. I, I, I can't express that enough. I think that especially Middle Easterns by nature, you know, it's the the world is over. It's, you know, Corona, (laughs) this will pass, right? I mean, right. We we, do have, uh, we do have a question here
2: from Judy and we're about to wrap up. So I want to make sure I can get it in here. Uh, Judy wrote, Marty, I follow Mike Ferry. I prospect daily from 8am to 11am and I have set three listing appointments in the last month you have any other suggestions
1: you want to come work for me (laughs) um good for you i I think mike mike also tells you to be of service right not not to solicit um not to solicit business at this time but i guess if if you do enough of that the business will just come to you on its own um my, my my suggestion would be to just do more of that um i i I, w- I would go back through all your past clients i, I would I would call everybody in my database um, and 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 really just focus on 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 touching as many people as humanly possible right now and let that lead to business.
2: And if this is the Judy that I think it is, then I know personally that she is extremely hungry. She is always going out there to see who she can help, what families are out there looking for. Uh, for any type of service, and as Marty just said, as long as you do that, the byproduct and the success will be the transactions and the business that you get from it, but if the focus is just getting out there and talking to as many people as possible, I mean, we changed two years ago. We're a lending company. We make money off of doing loans, right? But we changed. We decided, listen, everyone, all of our competitors are doing all the great things that we thought that we were the only ones doing and creating this client experience that was amazing. And then we realized at the end of the day, we just need to be the voice of reason where they can rely on us to get advice without us being biased and trying to get the transaction. So we told all of our realtor partners, if you have anybody, anybody who is even thinking about what it looks like to buy or sell real estate, we don't care if they're ready to do a transaction. We want to talk to them because we want to give them the advice so that they have all the tools. And the byproduct of that is the ones that are ready to do a transaction, they'll end up using you. And so if you can get into that mindset i think uh you know marty you said it a few times if you can just get in front of people and give them that kind of service the time will come and they will need that service and you will be there for them um and and judy i'm glad that you pointed out what you're doing and what's working for you because the other part of us putting this together uh is to create a mastermind amongst everyone in the community and you know, uh, uh, with uh, Chuck and I and Marty uh, this week and, and next week, another speaker, you know, we're just one piece of the puzzle, but there's so many people in the community that are joining the session now that I see, I see names here like Guy Azar and others that are extremely successful at what you do. And we want us all to share that information. Anything that you're doing that works, just like you said right now, Judy, prospecting every morning and that turned into three listings. Please share that with us because this can become a
1: mastermind where we can all benefit. Can 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 she talk? I mean, can can we unmute her? I'm
3: I'm, curious. I'm, I'm here. We go. I'm here. Hi.
1: So, Judy, question for you: when, when when you're prospecting, you're you're not you're not soliciting business, right? You're you're just
3: touching base. Correct.
2: Perfect. Tell us a little bit, Judy, what what do you do? What does that look like when you go out there and you talk to people? What does that look like?
3: So, for example, who I got my listings from were past clients, Center of Influence. One of my clients is in Texas. And the minute that that this whole coronavirus kicked in, um, I gave him a call. I was evicting one of his clients or one of his tenants. And I asked him, you know, what's the plan? What do you want to do? I'm here to help you. I'm in California. You're in Texas. What would you like me to help you do? And he had contemplated it for a minute, and um, I spoke to him like on a Monday, he called me back on Wednesday evening, and he said, you know what, F it, let's just list it. So you know, I came in, um, you know, really trying to service, you know, just trying to help. And truthfully, that I was just trying to help. And um, he was just like, I don't want the property to be vacant, let's just sell it. And I closed that deal, six eighty-five, dollars um, in 15 days, all cash. That's That's wonderful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, you know, I, I got another one, um, elderly folks, you know, uh, Michelle knows them. Uh, that's actually my, my grandma. And, um, they're in a position where my aunt is no longer working the hours that she needs to work or, you know, she was currently working and, um, I got that one. And so, you know, just doing that, those types of phone calls or just being of service. And so. when you mentioned Marty, the, the, handing out a flyer, my partner and I were literally having a conversation about what kind of par- flyer can we create so that we can drop. We're not going to knock, clearly we can't do that, but we can drop a flyer, right? Sure. So we're thinking at six o'clock in the morning, we're just going to drop some flyers. And I literally wrote down what you said, um, as far as, do you need help? If you're elderly and you can't get groceries and medication, please uh, reach out to us. We'll be, we'll be glad to help. So that's what I, I, you know, something like that. Just getting back to the community at this time.
1: And, and, and if you think about it logically, those are the people you really want, right?
3: Yes. They're,
1: they're elderly. They, if anybody's going to be selling it in, in the next three to five years, it's them. Yeah. Three to five and older. They can't go to the store. They're, they're at a point where they're, they're, going, they're going to sell anyways, right? Yeah. You are that person. And now stay... I mean for me it, it just it just brought out of 2800 homes it brought
3: no makeup sorry hi
1: <laughs> that's there you are all right um it at a 2800 homes it, it brought seven pe- 17 people right to the top it made it that much simpler that much easier right so mm-hmm. i i know for a fact that I, I at the very least i'm gonna have 17 transactions yeah
2: And I think the other thing that I would add right now um, that that's extremely important is also make sure that you have the right partners for the journey, Uh, whether it's your escrow, whether it's your title, whether it's your lenders, whether it's anybody that can be part of your transaction, they need to be very high level. They need to be up to date with everything that's happening, because Stacy mentioned a moment ago that, you know, they're an escrow and they went through three lenders as an example, and, and things are moving so quickly. So making sure you have the right partners, not only to help a transaction go through, but also to help mastermind and, and help each other's business grow. That has been a huge success for us. That That is one thing that I, I, uh, I suggest very strongly is making sure that you team up with the right people.
3: So I think- I'm gonna add, um, I'm also a member of homes for heroes. Some people are like, that's just the stupidest thing ever. Right. Oh, great. Um, but for every transaction I'm closing, I am buying two pizzas and it's not a big deal, but two large pizzas that I'm sending them either to um, the police department or to the hospital. And then um, I'm having, I'm my goal is to pair up with one of my lenders and um do, and they do the same thing so i'm not just sending two we're sending four you know to either the hospital or to the police department or fire department because these are our heroes right so and you
2: know what? It, it's amazing that you're doing that we, we've all been working so hard over the last 10 years since the last recession mm-hmm. that we haven't had time to stop and there's so many good people out there like you judy that also want to give back but maybe don't know how and and just finding and partnering and doing this uh together as teams is is gonna be uh, something that people are gonna look for later. What did you do for your clients during COVID? What did you do for your employees during COVID? That's gonna be a new thing that people are gonna pay attention to.
3: Yeah, and see, I've only been licensed five years, but I think it's just really important. My community has treated me good, it's been good to me, and I just wanna give back.
1: Judy, I'm gonna tell you this, even though it's only been five years, if you keep consistency, if you keep this consistency, your business will only grow. Um, no matter what the market does, up or down,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, you, you will only grow. Thank right? you. I think I think what what to to Lior's uh, point a minute ago. Um, moving forward, as the as the climate of real estate is going to change, and, and and it will. Um, had had this not even if had this not happened, we were already in a recession, right? The I think my, my concern is how do we avoid this from going into a depression, right? Um, hopefully hopefully things, like I said, wake up sooner and, and we're out of the house. People, I mean, now that it's sunny, I mean, that, that, that already helps people's moods, right? Um, but as, as these things shift, right, your team is gonna be extremely important. Having having a lender that that's at the very least open enough to look outside the box, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many different, if 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 if, if if you've got a lender that's like a horse with blinders, you're done. Get out of the business now. You you'll never really do anything except cookie-cutter deals. You need mm-hmm. who's you know who's able to take a look at, at everything sideways, because there, there's always more to look at, right? You need a you need a title rep that will go to bat for you, um, and you you're going to really need a good escrow officer. Because yeah, as, I have
3: an amazing team for sure.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. As as these things start to shift, you're you're gonna, it's gonna it's gonna take four of you guys to, to in order to do a deal, right? Yeah. Um, short sales are coming; they're they're most definitely coming. Foreclosures. I think Stacy
5: also-
3: wants to say something.
5: Yeah, I want to add one thing that's on this. That when I first got into real estate in '99, and my mentors, who I feel like taught me almost everything, they instilled something that. 21 years later, I still remember, no matter what the market is, up, down, recession, depression, anything, people are always gonna get married, people are always gonna get divorced, people are always gonna pass away and people are always gonna have babies. So no matter what the economy is, no matter what goes on, those things are always gonna fuel real estate. And I think people have to remember that, that no matter what goes on, someone's getting married, someone's getting divorced, like there's always real estate. Yeah. And if
1: nothing after else,
4: this uh, quarantine, imagine how many divorce sales are going to be. After this
5: <laughs> or how many babies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and if nothing else, we, we know for sure that not everybody is going to survive the tough times. So mm-hmm. it's going to it's going to clean up shop a little bit like it did back in 2007. And the people that maybe shouldn't be in the industry uh, are going to look for other things to do. So it's going to create a little bit more opportunity for the ones that are doing the right things. Uh, mm-hmm. We are coming up on an hour here. Uh, Marty, I'll let you kind of recap or, or close off if you have anything else uh, you'd like to say. But next week, same place, same time, we're going to have another speaker. Uh, we actually uh, just locked uh, uh, Maya Vander, who is uh, one, of, uh, one of the cast members on Selling Sunset, and uh, she's going to be on next time. Uh, we have a few others lined up. Chuck has some surprises in store for, for, um, for upcoming uh, episodes. Uh, but Marty I want to thank you first of all for coming and sharing with us uh, if you have anything you'd like to to close off
1: with please uh, feel free so first of all if I, if I can help any of you guys with anything it, it would be my pleasure um, being of service to anybody is is kind of my goal um, I love seeing guy he looks so good in this little picture of his you know you, <laughs> you have selling sunset you could have guy I mean he's, he's he
2: sells sunset uh, uh, <laughs> we're gonna hit him up I wonder if he's in a suit right now or in his shorts. Probably not. In a suit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> has dumbest, funny, he has a special pajama suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Thank me, me and the guy, went, when, I, when I did REOs in 7, 8, 9, 10, guy, guy worked with me and, and killed it. I mean, sold a lot of homes. Um, it's, it's, it's nice to see him on here. Um, listen this 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 market w- is gonna get interesting um, you know take care of people people will take care of you um, what else can I tell you if, if I had uh, if I had to do it all over again I, I, I would just treat people the way that, that I'd want to be treated I would conduct business the way that if, if I was buying a million dollar house what would I want that to look and feel like and that's what I would bring to the table um, you do that and you, and you do it long enough you could, you can't go wrong, guys. You really yeah. can. And like, like uh, you said, there's always. All
2: right, beautiful. Well, Marty, thank, thank you very you much. Uh, thank you, everybody, thank for joining. You. Uh, thank the you. Uh, next week, we'll rub elbows thank with you. someone new.
3: Thank you very
4: much. By, by the way, by the way, if anybody has uh, any questions or any comments in the YouTube uh, comment section, you can throw that there. We can address whatever, whenever um and again thank you so much marty my pleasure
5: thank you marty
4: bye guys if you need bye
5: i'm
4: sure you guys know how to get a hold of me but if i can
1: help with anything seriously let me know thank you thanks Marty. thank you you guys thanks everyone for joining